Previously on Super Magical Force. Little Earth and all the cosmos stand upon the brink of destruction. Mr. Baggins, bring forth the ring. Funny thing about that, there is a tale to tell, Sam said, and we had best do it proper. And thus, the hobbits began telling their tale. And now... Super Magic Force Wars! Super Magic Force Wars! Fan fiction crossover spectacular. From the quiet forests of Little Earth, to the sprawling cities of the wide world and beyond, to the planets of outer place, the multi-world is a battleground for the dual soul heroes. Each one a combination of two or more fandom favorites fighting to keep the seven stones of aggravation out of the hands of those who would destroy the easel of creativity itself. Written and performed by M.J. Maiello and based on the greatest works of our time. Book Two, Tales of Little Earth. Episode 10, 2.1, An Unexpected Quiz, Setting, Hobbiton, The Shire, Little Earth. The tale the hobbits told began a year prior when the most peculiar and eccentric hobbit, Mr. P.J. Baggins, decided to throw a party of special magnificence to celebrate the release of his new movie, There and Back Again. P.J. had since his adventures with the Seven Dwarves become quite famous and had many dealings with those in the wide world beyond the shores of Little Earth. Nearly all the Shire had gathered for his feast. The food was excellent, and Fatty Bulger had even given out two of his esteemed handshakes. At the height of the excitement, PJ stood up under the party tree and raised a glass to his fellow hobbits. The throng quieted down in expectation of what was certain to be a dull and self-serving speech, but one that would surely be followed by cannolis and coffee. There are 144 of you here, or in beer terms, six cases at this party. The subset of those of you I know half as well as I should like is equal to 72, and the subset of those of you I like half as well as you deserve is less than 72. Let A represent those I know half as well as I should like, and let B represent those I like half as well as they deserve. A minus B is the subset of those I don't know half as well as I should like, and those that I like more than half as much as they deserve. B minus A is the subset of those that I like half as much as they deserve, but that I do not know half as well as I should like. Therefore, A and B is the subset which I do not know half as well as I should like, and like half as much as they deserve. If A is 72 and B is 71, please calculate the subset of neither A nor B. Now, it is not very widely known that in addition to eating and receiving gift baskets with a selection of cheeses and sausages, hobbits are especially fond of mathematics although not particularly good at them by modern standards. Each of the guests immediately began to scribble in their pocket notebooks. There were calls for the question to be repeated several times. One Proudfoot stood up and asked if he could submit a Venn diagram. This was, of course, unacceptable. But before anyone could calculate the answer, P.J. Baggins stated time was up and that he regretted to say that he must be going. And with that, he tapped a small triangular pin on the breast of his waistcoat, which gave an audible double beat. Then... Silver streams of sparkling light flickered vertically through his form, and all at once he was gone, as if carried away on a moonbeam. The hobbits stood, mouths agape, enraged that he had not even provided the correct answer to his question. 
production notes. Hi. Well, that was fun. I'd imagine that for most people, this tale is now back on familiar ground. I did my best to make sure that the math in this episode makes sense. But math is certainly not a strength of mine. I would not be surprised if someone with a tad more skill than mine tried to work it out and it turned out to be gibberish. There is a link in the episode description to an interesting blog post about Bilbo's speech by K.E. Stiefel. I found this article helpful. The Unexpected Quiz was an early story that I recorded, although when I did so, it was only to amuse my wife, and I used the Voice Memo app on my phone. At the time, I was not seriously thinking that I would share it beyond a small circle of friends, but the response was good. This episode has been re-recorded for better sound quality. So we are at the beginning of a new season of Super Magic Force Wars. The story is still going to jump around a little bit. We're going to hear how some of the characters came to be gathered at Rivendell, and these stories will set the stage for the larger plot that is unfolding. We'll start with Mr. Baggins and the fate of the ring, though this story will probably be intertwined with separate stories pertaining to Myrad, Rand, and Lan Elkadvan de Aragorn. Of course, there will be lots of other things mixed in, including several episodes that comprise what I call the Beast Wars, but this has nothing to do with Transformers. It's essentially a very strange version of Beauty and the Beast. If you're a fan of Harry and Ron, the story will look back and deal with their first year at Hogwarts in greater detail, but you'll have to wait till next season for that. There will, however, be some Hogwarts characters showing up in unexpected places during the tales of Little Earth. As always, thanks for coming with me on this quest. General Disclaimer This is a work of fanfiction, satire, admiration, and love. It is solely for entertainment. I do not own the rights to any of the reference works. This includes, but is not limited to, The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, Star Trek, The Hobbit, Marvel Comics, The Wheel of Time, The Pelennor series, Game of Thrones, any Disney properties, or Norse mythology. I do not own the rights to any characters portrayed in this series at all, not even a little bit. The creators of these intellectual properties have not endorsed this work, and they almost certainly would not return my phone calls. The Harry Potter series was created by J.K. Rowling and is owned by Warner Brothers. The works of J.R.R. Tolkien are owned by the Tolkien Estate. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Enterprises, Star Wars, and the works of Disney Animation are owned by the Disney Company. The Pelennor series was created by Alison Croggan and published by Candlewick Press in the U.S. The Wheel of Time was created by Robert Jordan and is published by Tor Books in the U.S. Also note, Neil Gaiman, Hayao Miyazaki, George Lucas, Stan Lee, and Chris Claremont are just plain awesome. This podcast is and always will be available for free, and I am not and never will be making any profit from this podcast. All rights of the original intellectual properties belong to their respective owners. Please don't sue me. My dear Bagginses, stouts and tall fellows, moot dwellers and generic halflings, tieflings and quicklings, gnomes and nymphs, jawas, leprechauns, lizard folk, lalafells, Dragon Cousins, Reverse Centaurs, <laughs> Land Mermaids, Ewoks, Elementals, Orko, Half Brownies, Care Bugbears, Dryads, Fawns, Hylaeans, Tribbles, Mini Totodos, the Hot Pot Crew, and of course, the Lightfoots. Light feet! I like less than half of you. Period. Super, Super Magic Force! Magic Force.